your life it will creep It starts when you're always afraid Step out of line, the man come and take you away You better stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down what is the sound that we hear today? Well, it's the sound of technocracy news and trends. I'm Patrick Wood here to kick off 2022 with a little look at what happened in the last couple of years and what we might expect for the rest of 2022. We can't say for certain that it's going to be a very rough year, but I have a feeling that the global elite who have brought this to us so far have plans to increase the chaos or to keep the chaos going that we've seen over the last two years. So over Christmas, I want to point out that I showcased my 12 Days of Technocracy articles that were originally written in December of 2019. That was a month and a half before COVID hit. Even though these appear at the bottom of the homepage normally at technocracy.news, most people had not read them, and I realized that when something is at the bottom of a page, people don't scroll down to see what's there. Nevertheless, a lot of people have, many people haven't. But the intent of writing those 12 articles originally in 2019 was to provide a primer on technocracy across several different topics, uh, such as central banking, academia, education, political science, and so on. And it was certainly a fitting way to close out 2019, which was a banner year for technocracy and technocrats everywhere. But to everyone's shock and dismay, the great panic of 2020, that's my phrase, started one month later in January when the World Health Organization declared a pandemic. Now, it's important to see the principle of Ordo Ab Chow at work here. Uh, this is not uh, ordering a meal at a Chinese restaurant, by the way, ordo ab chow, but what it is is uh, a Latin term, an occultic Latin term, that translates order out of chaos. You've heard that before. And it hints at modern globalization's theory of never let a good crisis go to waste. You've also heard that, I'm sure. But under the cover of this chaos, technocracy thrived during the 2020 and the 2021 years by uh, spreading its net of control and social engineering everywhere. Without chaos, virtually none of technocracy initi initiatives would ever have gotten off the ground. The public simply would not have accepted them without this crisis. And the point is this, technocracy thrives on order, structure, and predictability, but it uses chaos to get there. Well, technocrats, in fact, are masters of social engineering, and this should surprise no one because their own magazine back in 1938, which was called The Technocrat, they clearly defined what technocracy was, and this is right out of their magazine. Quote, technocracy is the science of social engineering. That's how it starts out. They didn't invent the principles of social engineering, but they turned it into an art form and said, this is going to be our major goal moving forward. And the purpose, of course, of the social engineering, the outcome was to be to distribute goods and services to the entire population. Well, 
Recently, a Belgian prof- professor of clinical psychology, Dr. Matthias uh, Desmet, uh, argued or articulated how this is playing out on a global scale. Uh, his concept of mass formation, for instance, global delusion, is predicated on four conditions that first must be met. And this has picked up a lot of uh, other discussion along the way, at least in America, and I think in Europe too. Number one condition is the masses must feel alone and isolated. Number two, their lives must feel pointless and meaningless. Number three, the masses then must experience constant free-floating anxiety Number four, they must experience free-floating frustration and aggression. And just to explain the term free-floating, that's a psychological term that means there's no discernible source for the anxiety or the aggression. Now, everybody can relate to this because at some time in your life, you got out of bed just feeling flat-out angry. You have no idea why you're angry. There's nothing in particular in your mind, but you just feel like kicking a dog or something. Please don't kick your dog. But you get my point. Sometimes you wake up or you're just walking along and all of a sudden you get anxious. You say, why am I anxious? Why am I feeling anxious? I don't know why. I I can't think of anything, but you feel anxious. Well, that's free-floating anxiety and free-floating aggression. Well, it should be self-evident, really, that all four of these conditions have been mass masterfully set into motion with the great panic of 2020 all four down to the letter the condition of mass formation sends a large part of society into craziness literally now how have technocrats worked mass formation to their own benefit considering this is a Science of Engineering, Social Engineering Project. Well, here's a few observations that I've made. National and global identification systems have gone mainstream. They're all over the news now. Uh, Control over travel via vaccine passports. It's all over the world. If you don't have the passport, you don't get on the airplane. Uh, The disintegration of democratic governments and the rise of authoritarianism. And you say, well, where's that going on? Well, just think of Australia, for instance, Austria, Great Britain, New Zealand. There's others, but those really stick out in my mind. Then there's control over propaganda and suppression of free speech and dissent. This is everywhere. It's getting worse by the month. In fact, it was already bad enough before that. It was back in early 19, or excuse me, early uh, 2018 that I started Citizens for Free Speech to defend free speech in the First Amendment because there was a lot of uh, suppression going on back then, but today is nothing like 2018. It's much, much worse, and it's just absolutely egregious what's going on. Here's another one. The conduit of needle to arm has finally and firmly been established to endlessly feed genetically modified substances into the human population. What originally was going to be one shot to control COVID has now turned into at least four and perhaps more. There seems to be no end to it. 
we thought this initially that this would be the case because once it was justified to stick the needle in for one thing, it's just a matter of time before they trot other things out. And this is exactly what's happened. So who's in control? This is a question to ask this year. Uh, people are looking to government to set the ship aright, especially in a midterm election cycle. I suggest this is futile. Technocrats control governments, not the other way around. And behind every government leader in the world today, there is an unelected and unaccountable horde of medical technocrats who are dictating policies and telling the politicians what to do. That means that yelling at elected officials here is completely misdirected and pointless. They're not the power structure. Politicians throughout the world, and especially in America, have no idea of the vitriolic hatred that technocracy harbors towards them. Well, again, the Technocrat magazine gives the reason. It went on to say from the quote a minute ago, there will be no place for politics, politicians, finance, or financiers, rackets, or racketeers. Wow. When Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR, was elected in 1932, the same year that technocracy was codified at Columbia University, by the way, they publicly called for him to summarily dismiss all elected officials and appoint technocrats in their place to simply run the nation directly. Well, FDR was too shrewd to go along with that proposition because he realized his job would probably be eliminated first. So he said no, and instead of technocracy, we got the New Deal. Well, whoever thought we'd be saying today, we can be thankful we got the New Deal instead of technocracy. That means we would be under a scientific dictatorship today. So let's look into 2022 now and see how this might carry forward. I, I'm quite certain at this point that some positive good news headlines are going to appear in the next two or three months. For instance, look for Republican optimism at taking back control of the House and the Senate uh, during the midterm elections. Uh, Omicron might be finally and officially declared to be a nothing burger, which it really is. And some major corporations might even remove mask or vaccine requirements. A few have already. Here's a dream. Fauci could resign. <laughs> Don't we wish? Uh, he's, of course, the nation's medical technocrat in chief, the high priest of scientism. Well, even at 98, Henry Kissinger might finally join the late David Rockefeller and Zbigniew Brzezinski. I'm sure that would bring comfort to a few people around the world even. Well, my point is, sentiment always swings back and forth like a pendulum. Always. People who are exhausted on bad news will eventually grab onto something that gives them hope. So look for the sentiment pendulum to swing toward any perceived good news. Ultimately, eh, unfortunately, hopium, we call it, is like an addictive substance that numbs the mind and the body. So the net result for many will be to retreat further into their shell of inactivity and denial. Uh, I've used the word hopium. I didn't invent that word. I've heard it used a lot on the James Corbett show. But uh, it's a good description of what happens when people are grasping on to a straw of hope. No particular reason for it, but any reason will do. None of this, I'll stress, will curtail technocrat initiatives and practices of social engineering. Not one bit. 
no matter how much hope or how much actual substance there is to any good news in 2022, the technocrat crowd is going to continue just like they have in the past. And so here's a few things to chew on that could happen in 2022. Number one, uh, there could be a systemic failure of a major financial infrastructure, not a bank, but a financial infrastructure. Global monetary authorities have been running simulations recently of financial collapse caused by various things, including hacking, which would necessitate rigid digital identities for internet passports and a takeover of digital currencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and so on. This is a very real risk. And you remember the event 201 before the pandemic set in, this is in, in late uh, 2019 was a direct simulation of what happened when the, when COVID did hit coincidence. Yeah, I doubt it. Here's the second one. Supply chain failure. Well, it's already very fragile. As we know, the global supply chain could seize up like a motor that loses its oil. That's probably happened to some of you one time in your life. You're, going down the highway and all of a sudden smoke starts coming out of your engine compartment. Lights go on. Maybe a fire starts even. It's pretty ugly. This could happen to the supply chain. This could result in crippling shortages of parts and consumer goods and even food. Now, I'm not making a prediction this will happen. Don't get me wrong. But the supply chain is intentionally extremely fragile, and I believe intentionally. Here's the third one. We could have a major stock market and real estate route. Now, the reason I say that is the Fed has already pledged to remove some liquidity from the economy in 2022. But there is a, another nuance to liquidity, this concept of liquidity that is just money being in the system. Historically, when bubble sentiment pops, a collapse occurs. And removing money from the system can be a trigger, of course. But when fear sets in, as a result, buyers run for the hills and simply refuse to buy anything, including falling equities, at any price. They just disappear. They hold on to the cash and refuse to spend it. This can result in a free fall of prices based on entirely uh, sentiment factors rather than fundamentals. So liquidity has two uh, nuances here. One is, of course, just the amount of free money floating around in the economy. The other is the propensity of people to spend it. And a collapse could come in both of those areas or equities in general. Uh, if fear sets in and they see their money disappearing, they'll just simply hang on to it. Now, any one of these things could easily be run as a false flag operation. I realize that to trick people into accepting technocrat solutions. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to, everything's a false flag in the world. It certainly isn't. But any crisis will do for these people, whether man-made or not, doesn't really matter. The reason is, as I noted above, ordo ab chow, order out of chaos. Well, one thing is really certain. Technocrats are totally committed to fear-mongering, sustaining chaos, and even promoting outright panic. Such is their war against all of humanity. And during this time, they will continue unchallenged to install their apparatuses of control. This is why on our part, 
that we must be eternally vigilant to keep these technocrats at bay and ultimately to remove them entirely from all positions of control and all positions of public policy creation. Well, I'm Patrick Wood for Technocracy News and Trends. I wish you indeed a good new year if that's possible, but I don't think it'll be good unless you and I stand up and be heard. Now's the time. And we're the ones. Nobody else is going to come in and save us from outside. There's no cavalry waiting over the hill. And even if there was in this modern day and age, we could almost be certain if there was a cavalry that they would be against us, not for us. (laughs) Well, take care. And indeed, look around, hear that sound. Your life it will creep It starts when you're always afraid Step out of line, the man come and take you away You better stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down